Welcome to the Inside Out Wellness Podcast. Hey there, sis. I'm Katie Hardy, founder of Wholehearty.com and creator of the Inside Out Wellness Method. If you're looking to confidently build and consistently show up for a total wellness lifestyle based on your personality, schedule, and goals, then this is the podcast for you. After plenty of trial and error, I finally mastered the art of the mind-body connection, and I'm here to help you create a healthier mind so you can build your healthiest body, all from the inside out. My certification in integrative wellness and behavior change from Duke Health, plus dozens of real-life client success stories will fuel our chats here. Are you ready to create true and lasting success? Here we go. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode six of the Inside Out Wellness Podcast. Now, in light of the major life-altering crises that have happened so far in 2020, it took some time for me to really process the bigger picture of how these massive circumstances will not only change our lives forever externally, but also internally. So as you are experiencing new and uncomfortable thoughts and feelings on a whole new level, I want you to know that I will continue to use my voice to help you get curious about what's happening in your inside world so you can take more control of and responsibility for what's happening in your outside world. While I'm not the right authority to educate you on racism or viruses, I am the right authority to educate you on mental wellness and thought management during times of both crises and normalcy, guiding you to work from the inside out to create a healthier mind so you can build your healthiest self. Now, this year, we are learning that there are still things we need to learn and still things we need to unlearn. So know that I will be working very hard, digging deeper than ever before to help us all with this. So let's do our part to not let 2020 become the year of fear. Okay? Are you with me? Now, it is with love and curiosity that I am shifting my previously planned and recorded podcast episodes to better align with how you and I are all thinking, believing, feeling, experiencing, acting, reacting, and behaving right now. And as such, today we are welcoming motivational and empowerment coach Patricia Love. Affectionately referred to as the rah-rah coach, Patricia serves as life's cheerleader, helping women flip the script from I can't to I can. Today specifically, we are going to talk about how to unleash your inner power, maybe even channeling that inner Beyonce of yours during times of crisis. Now, whether you're listening to this episode during the summer of 2020 or much later, or whether or not you're living through an external crisis at all, we all have internal crises that we're dealing with every single day. So on today's show, Patricia and I discuss how, by taking pause, responsibility, and action, you can live a life of peace during times of chaos. 
Now, quick thing before we dive into our critical conversation with today's wellness expert, let's hear from another five-star fan of the Inside Out Wellness podcast. This review comes from a very heartfelt sister in the wellness community, the twoist two on the Enneagram, Christy Simek. She says, Katie is the real deal. She speaks to you in a way that feels like a coach and a mentor, but simultaneously like she's your best girlfriend chatting over a glass of wine. These episodes feel like a warm hug from a friend. Thank you for being real and making wellness lifelong and attainable. Thank you. Thank you so, so much, Christy. Coming from you, this really means the world to me. To all of you dear Inside Out Wellness podcast listeners, if you'd like to hear your review read here on the show, just scroll down to rate and review on your iPhone, or if you are on Team Android, just head over to wholehearty.com slash iTunes to review online. Okay, you are primed and ready. Let's roll that tape with empowerment coach Patricia Love. All right, everybody. I am here with Patricia Love of patricialove.com. She is the raw, raw coach. How's it going, Patricia? Good to I'm see doing you. great. How are you doing? So oh, happy to be here. And I'm just honored because I understand through the grapevine, you are doing really, really awesome. And so I'm just really honored to be part of this. You are so sweet. Thank you so much. I'm having a lot of fun and I am enjoying having people like you on the show. So tell us about yourself. Who do you help? What do you do? How do you help them? Give us the dirt. Yeah, no worries. Well, you know, again, they call me the Raw Rock Coach and I basically am a motivational and an empowerment coach where I actually flip, just to keep it simplified, I, I flip women's inner script from I can't into ICANs and I'm really helping to motivate women's motivate women to release their inner power on um, kind of what you're talking about inner you today release their inner Beyonce in some ways um, that they've kind of mm-hmm. hidden away because I believe it's really time well it's time for a lot of things right now but it's time for women to stand up and unlock the life they were born to live so it's really kind of hits home with a lot of different things that are going on right now also I believe so yeah. that's basically what I do and who I and and who I help and I I continue to want to um, motivate women and young girls that's kind of my mission to just really li- help them live the life they were born to live I just love everything about that. I'm such a fan of yours and you're right. This is a very, very timely topic. And before we dive into kind of connecting, unleashing that inner power as a woman during times of crisis um, in particular, what drove you to want to help women in this way? Um, Because right now they do call me the rah-rah coach, but it was definitely not like that um, originally. Mm-hmm. Um, I basically grew up, I'm the youngest of three kids, uh, three children. I was like, there's like eight years between my brother and myself. My father was emotionally absent. My mother was a, um, an, a was battling alcoholism. And basically I was kind of pushed, mm-hmm. pushed to the side. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no motivation. I was basically a lost kid or a, what they call a lost child. I just felt like I didn't matter. Yeah. Um, and in my young adult years, I had trauma and death that surrounded me and which brought me to being rebellious, having a rebellious attitude and making mm-hmm. very, very bad decisions in the 20s. So I, I, I came to a point where I had two choices. Mm-hmm. I could either medicate myself and uh, indulge into escape business where a lot of kids do mm-hmm. or to motivate myself and change my life. And 
thankfully, I was strong enough to choose the latter. Wow. So I, I kind of discovered books. Um, even though I wasn't the greatest student, I discovered books more on my own um, and how I could use my thoughts and my words to change um, my mood and my outlook on life and gosh, just even kind of shape my future a little bit. Yeah. Um, so before I knew it, I was kind of motivating my friends and other people. So that's kind of how I got started. Um, but kind of throughout the years, people started coming to me for advice and input. And sometimes I would just reach out and just try to help people whenever I could or help them through the day by giving them a good word. But today I like to say that I am still a work in progress because I think that's being transparent because I think it's, it's definitely a marathon. It's never a sprint. It's a lifetime journey of growing and, mm -hmm. and learning. And, but I have to say, I found peace and abundance in all the areas that are important to me. That's amazing. It's very empowering um, to hear that story of transformation, very inspiring where, you know, you had two paths to cross and you chose one that led you to serving others. And before you could serve others, you had to become aware, learn about yourself, have some compassion for the environment that you were in and, and steadily moving forward. So that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, so, it was definitely a learning process. And again, you, you know, you have ups and downs. It, it never flowed completely. Let me tell yes. you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Getting from point A to point B is a roller coaster, not a straight line. Exactly. But it was good. And I'm really, uh, and today, like, I like to believe in being present and focused. And today, right this moment, I'm very peaceful and, and I'm, I'm happy. You know, I'm yeah. happy within. Perfect. I love it. All right. Well, then you are the perfect person to talk to then. Today, we are talking about how to unleash your inner power, really channel right. your inner Beyonce during times of crisis. And this episode is going to come out summer of 2020, where we have gone through, you know, March, April, May, um, June of quarantine and, and um, cities, towns, states are starting to get into reentry. We're kind of figuring that out. But we also have the riots from Minneapolis that are now spreading across the country. Country, like wildfire. So, so we are basically crisis on top of crisis. Would you yeah. agree with that? Oh, yes. Uh, you know, it's interesting because uh, in my lifetime, I've been through a lot of crisis, uh, yeah. crisis in my control and out of my control. You know, the exterior things of life that the world brings us. So there's part of me that knows that we will get through all this, you know, because mm -hmm. I've been there before. Does this seem a little different? They're all a little different if we really look at it. Mm. So I really want to give people grace because especially a lot of people have not been through things together. They're just, they're just getting their feet wet. You might say of like, what is happening? What's going on? My perfect world has blown up on me. It, but it's definitely a crisis that people are adjusting to. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And whether or not, let's say someone is listening to this episode months and months or years down the road, and maybe things have started to settle, we all have internal crises. And it might be something that we are battling with on our own or something more local, you know, in our household or our community or something nationally or even globally. Right. So, so what mistakes or misconceptions have you seen women make when it comes to dealing with any sort of crisis, either on a global scale or something more personal? Well, especially with women, they compartmentalize. They compartmentalize their anxiety and they compartmentalize a lot of things that are going on. 
and they shove them kind of aside and um, which is a mistake. Um, but you know, sometimes, which is fine. Sometimes we have to temporarily do that. But I find a lot of people don't then come back out after the changes have come and then crisis happen that they don't come back and review it. You might say, yeah, they just kind of um, compartmentalize, and and women are really good because women are are multitaskers, right? So mm-hmm. they just between kids and work and a lot of things they got to get done, they just shove all this. I like to, I, I don't like to necessarily like to call it baggage, but yeah, but it is baggage for people to understand. It's just like this baggage of this stuff that just they throw into a, a suitcase. And they stuff it and stuff it, and pretty soon there's just no room anymore. So when they get to a certain point, very it can be very anxious because they you know they don't know what's going on. Yeah. So when you say compartmentalize, is that a form of avoiding or burying, hiding, numbing, or is it more like every avoid- one of those? Every one of those. <laughs> it, yes. It, you know, but I think because they're people, women are trying to focus on, like especially if they got kids. They're focusing on them and trying to keep them safe or keep their family safe because we are the caregivers. I mean, it's just the way we are built in most cases yeah. um, that we are the caregivers. We would, we're the nurturers. And so we nurture, 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 but we forget to nurture ourselves even during crisis. So it's a big mistake because then it, it, it can blow up yeah. in the future. Yeah. Um, and it causes, it can cause all kinds of different things. So yes, they're hiding because it's, People don't really know that they're doing it. This is mm-hmm. one of those things that it's uh, it's kind of like you're on a hamster wheel and you just keep on going and going and going and you just don't realize how much stuff you're carrying with you that you're, it is, it's like a fan and you're pulling in all this stuff and you don't even know that you're pulling it in and next thing you know, you're just like, oh my God, oh my God. And then you can either explode when things get relaxed or yeah. some people even get PTSD. I mean, there's just oh, yeah. all kinds of things that can happen when things start to change. Yeah. Yeah. So whether it's an internal crisis or, or external, one of the, the biggest mistakes that we as women make is just taking it all on yeah. and not addressing it. And then, right. And the longer we pacify it, like the, there will be consequences. And so one, you had said just, you know, maybe blowing up or, or PTSD, what are some oh, of the it, consequences? It, it, well, stress, I mean, then it becomes health health problems, if we don't after every crisis or after everything that's going on in our lives, really take a minute to really sit there and go, wow, I just went through something. What are my emotions? How am I feeling? Because a lot of people, you know, it's okay to grieve your emotion. Mm -hmm. It's okay to sit in it. And it's so important to acknowledge it and feel it. And, And when I say feel it, really just taking it in and saying, wow, I'm, really feeling this and I think I may need to remove some of this or at least acknowledge what it is and where it's coming from so that you don't compartmentalize so then it doesn't create bad behaviors in the future because basically our behaviors from the past our emotions if we don't fix them or fix what's going on with them we carry them through to the future and they get triggered and we wonder why a lot of times we're in situations that we are in because it's the behaviors that we've learned not to handle mm-hmm. or emotions because we tuck them away, we, we compartmentalize them, we hid them because we just figured, well, we got to just keep going. We got to keep going. And then sometimes for some people, like in my instance, it just blew up. Yes. So people don't realize that you have to continually acknowledge 
the stuff that's going on within you. And if you mm -hmm. do that, because there's always going to be a crisis mm -hmm. outside, internally, externally, there's always going to be something. Now, what happens is, and you can speak to this too, I know, is we get complacent. When yeah. things are good, we get complacent. We don't mm -hmm. prepare. We don't, we don't work on ourselves internally. We're like, fine, la, everything's a la, la land. And then everything, then it starts, and then all of a sudden crises happen. You're like, oh my God, I'm stressed out. I have anxiety. Whereas if, if you're prepared and started working on it, the, the anxiety and the fear and everything is just lessened. Is it still there? Of course. Mm -hmm. but you learn how to deal with it better and you learn how to handle it better because you're not stepping it into the cracks of the, of the suitcase. You've right. actually got a much bigger opening now. Okay, wait a minute. I can let this air out and I can, and then I'll just deal with it everything every day. I like to yeah. believe that people need to acknowledge their emotions and everything that they're going through every day. Yes. What happened to them that day? Right. So Feelings how, are for feeling and yeah, rather how did I feel today. How, yes. you know, and, and move through them quickly that way, acknowledge them and then move forward. Otherwise you just pack them away. Yes. Yes. I totally hear what you're saying. Um, I kind of went through a bit of a funk in the quarantine state. So when the COVID hit, I was really avoiding it for a while. I didn't know how much it was really going to apply to me. And so I was, I, I wasn't addressing it and I yeah. didn't really, didn't feel how I was going to get impacted. And then because of avoiding those feelings, it really, really hit me. And I had both like physically and mentally in April of 2020, I was just really down until I finally took the steps to address them. And I talk about that in, in episode two of this podcast, but now too, with the crisis going on in Minnesota, I, I am, I don't feel like I'm, um, like feeling it yet. Right. And I don't know if yeah. it's pacifying, but now having all of these curfews, it's hitting me. And it, I think this conversation is so beneficial right now because I'm realizing, wow, I do need to take the time for pause and see how it really is impacting my life and my family's life. So some of the consequences then of bottling it up is we're carrying it forward and it'll, the past, um, the past hurt or pain or anxiety that we take it on, the more that we avoid it, we're carrying it forward. And it's like, let's just have future Patricia, future Katie deal with this. Right. Yeah, and then yeah. it can even be passed down generationally as well. And yes. so if we're now going to talk and get into like the smart way, what is the right way, the smart way to, to act and behave and be in times of crisis? One way you had said, and I love this, addressing it every day. It makes me think, you know, back in my corporate life, I had learned that millennials, and I, I, I think I'm kind of borderline millennial. Maybe I'm millennial. I never, I never know. But I remember reading a study that said millennials want feedback right away, immediately. They don't want to wait a full yeah. year for the annual review or even yeah, yeah. six months. They want instant gratification, they call right, it. Right, right. Or like instant feedback. They want to yeah. know if they are not doing a good job or not doing what was expected that day. And when you had said deal with your emotions that day, it's kind of a similar path there, like similar purposes. Rather than waiting a full year to let everything out and explode, you are acknowledging it, acknowledging it on a day-to-day -day basis. So, yeah. so what else, is, what else can we do? What's the right way to live in internal and external crises? Taking in every night when you, be, as you go to bed or thinking about things, just think about what your day was like. Mm -hmm. How did it go? 
what was there anybody I needed to forgive that I was there somebody that uh, did something that I didn't like one of the yeah. two but really acknowledging that so that really is key second thing is really give yourself some grace mm. we're not perfect yeah and it's okay but the other third thing I would say is pivot and act mm. and I what I mean by that is you know what start changing turning your life to where you want it to be but act on it in other mm. words if you have some internal things going on work on them the better way of saying is heal thyself yeah heal yourself internally and when you heal yourself internally you will then in turn be able to help heal the world <sighs> because it's the interactions of your own it's your own uh behaviors and actions that have promoted negative behavior in some instances, whether it's your own negative behavior personally or negative behavior on others. It doesn't matter. It, it's, it's our internal part of us. And we need to heal that and um, so that we can move forward so then we can exert that positive energy of healing and grace to other people. Yeah. Because right now, we get triggered by certain things and we don't even know why we're triggered, but it's being triggered from something that you have not acknowledged here. Right. So acknowledging it, whether it's like, you know, going to bed that night, what's another way to acknowledge it in the moment? Besides acknowledging, you need to just stop and breathe. Yeah. I mean, it's so important. And it, it, these things are very simplistic, but they are so vitally important. Yeah. That it, and in some ways people apply that, well, that's just too darn simple. Yeah. Well, simple is good. You know, we don't want to have to work so hard, you know, to create this huge change. We can create little mini changes every single day. And the next thing we know, we're changing our whole life around. But really, for a lot of people, it's just stopping and uh, breathing. Mm. And the third thing is I'm going to say is, and again, it's a little cliche, but it, it always works, is really, is gratefulness. It's yeah. really, I mean, I have to sit here daily and go, I am so grateful for what I have right now. I am so grateful that I'm not on the panic or in the line of looking for food. I am mm -hmm. so grateful that I have work. I am so grateful that I have my health. I'm so grateful for even the tiniest little things. I've ripped over my head. Yep. What can I learn from this? What, what can I take away from this? How can I make the world better? How is this going to work? How is this working for me, not against me? Right. I like that. So, so really acknowledging how the crisis is impacting you, whatever that, whatever that crisis may be, yeah. stop and pause, think about it. Maybe if you need to get quiet and you don't even need to call it meditating, but just sit still, close your eyes, maybe get some journaling going just to kind of freestyle, write it out, but whatever works best for you, it's, we're not going through like a three-step process right now. It's whatever works for you to, to address it and become aware and acknowledge that whether or not you feel it, you are getting impacted by the crisis. Yes. yes. And, and I think that's, that's a really a key thing to mention. As life goes on, that's a great way of saying that because people on the hamster wheel do, they just throw up in the suitcase, they don't even look at what they're taking and packing with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the gratitude, I agree with you as well. Um, I had read a book uh, back in April when I was really struggling. And one of the 
um, you can call it a mantra or a phrase or whatever it is, but when you're feeling a lot of anxiety, the, um, the phrase or the mantra was replace each anxious thought with one of gratitude and that can come into play too. So what, if it's fear or anxiety, um, stress, frustration, whatever it is, when you are in this crisis, whether it's internal or external, just like you said, trying to flip the script. If you're like, Oh my gosh, I have to lock all my doors. When is this going to end? 2020 is going to be like the year of fear. And instead, what's one thing you can do to just replace that automatically? Because it's really hard in the moment. Sure, you can like wake up in the morning and write down what you're grateful for. But when it's in the heat of the moment, trying to use that anxious thought or that thought of fear as a trigger to think of something that you're grateful for in that moment. I'm glad you brought that up. Very hard to be grateful and fearful at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are opposites. Sure are. Okay. So what is then possible for us? So we had said, you know, some of the, one of the biggest mistakes when we're living in crisis, again, whether globally, externally, or an internal battle that we are fighting with ourselves um, is to, is to bury it and not address it. And the consequences are, you know, carrying it into the future and post-traumatic stress, lots, lots of, um, of negative emotions going into the future. And in the right way is to really address it. And we talked about a variety of methods to address it. So, so what's possible for us once we've successfully retrained ourselves to handle current and future crises? Yeah. I really believe that everybody does want inner peace. It just means that I feel good about who I am and what I'm doing. I feel abundant in my relationships. It doesn't have to be abundant in money. It just means abundant in comfortability and I just feel good about where I'm headed yes and 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 so that's what I mean at peace is that I can go to bed and sleep well at night because I've learned to heal myself better and and when I hear a trigger and I've acknowledged something I won't toss and turn about it because I've already acknowledged it so yep. there's many things you can do, but it really is, is taking action on your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. And you can have every tool in the tool shed, in the toolbox, but nothing's going to work if you don't use them, right? You might be hoarding all the things and you're prepared and, and you have, you know, whatever it is, the apps, the journals, the right. time. But if you don't act, if you don't take action. Be more open. Be mm. open to other things. I have more of a growth mindset, they call it, or just an open mind of the possibilities. Don't be ready to go, no, I don't want to do that. That's not good good for me. Or no, that doesn't work. Right. Be open to listen to different things. Whether you do all of them or not, you may not, but be open to listening. I think listening also is a very key thing for people. Too many people are talking and not listening. And, and you need to really listen to other things and then, and then take a few tools of those things and let me try this. Mm-hmm. I know, and even if it may seem weird, right. try it anyway. Yeah. Being open to other pers- others' perspectives. It's very yes. common and it is human nature to really feel that what our, our viewpoint is always right and the way we handle things is always right. But from the smaller things like moving furniture around, you know, my husband will say, I think that this couch should go here, this, there. And so many times immediately I'm like, no, what does he know? He doesn't know. He doesn't I, know. Exactly. Right. right. See? 
but then the bigger things, right? And then he changes it around and it's perfect. But, and then the bigger things like living in crisis, again, either globally, nationally, or an internal crisis we are battling, being open to, to other, other perspectives, another way to kind of look through the lens and whether you've heard these strategies before or not sure, but it's not until you actually execute them and, and put that into practice consistently enough that you really will see the change that you're seeking. Yeah. Cause you know, my biggest mantra is I, I, I almost use it every day again is if you change the way to look at things, the things you look at change. Yep. hundred percent. I love that makes one. a big difference in the world and, you know, and being open to just change because change is constant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. Okay. So if we were to leave our listeners with one action they can take today, right? It's all about taking action, whatever, whatever crisis that is, is on your mind and on your heart, whether it's something we're going through right now or externally or something that you are working towards deep inside, what's one action that we can take today to channel that power? Stop and listen to yourself and yeah. start healing yourself. Yeah. Uh, Heal yourself. Just take an action take one action towards healing self uh, because the world needs healing. But before we can heal the world, we have to heal ourselves. And so that just one little action of just listening to your thoughts and your thinking and, and so that maybe you can move forward tomorrow with a maybe a more open mind or maybe an open heart, uh, even more of an open heart. I mean, it's very simplistic, but I think it's so true for, for right now. Love it. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, we wrap up every guest expert um, interview here on the Inside Wellness Podcast with the final five. So five quick questions and you can Uh try to Uh answer them in one word or a couple words or sentences. Um, But are you ready for the final five? I am. Let's do it. Okay. What is the best book you read or podcast you listened to that has helped you understand yourself more? I have to say The Seat of the Soul by Gary Sukoff. Ooh, I haven't heard that one. The oh, you haven't? It's really good. It, really di- it dives into your really your personality versus your soul. Because awesome. there's two different things. There's our personality, that our, our traits, yeah. and then there's what we feel in our soul that what's is really right. Oh my gosh. It's, it's, it can be a little deep, but it's, it, I, get the, I got the audio and I really, really like it. So Seat awesome. of the Soul by Gary Sukoff. Of the Soul. That is going in the show notes. I'm definitely going to look into that one. Oh, Good. that sounds awesome. Um, what is a non-negotiable for you? Negative people. Mm, yeah. Can't deal, especially during these times. Yeah, complaining and negative and not doing anything about it. So yeah. negative people. Yeah. Yeah. And then do you happen to know your Enneagram number? Oh, yes, I do because it's my favorite number, which is Ooh. five. Ooh, awesome. Fives are the best. Oh, Patricia, that's awesome. Fives are amazing. So you very deep in thought, very thoughtful, thought pro- thought provoking. Thought provoking, really depth. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a, a they call it depth. Yeah, you might say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like really a thinker, things internally and externally, and yes. uh, I, I'd say that was pretty right on. Yeah, awesome. The thinker, the observer. I think they say yes. Awesome. I, I'm a thinker and an observer. That's very true. Awesome. All right. What is a self growth goal you are working on right now? Is really to be even more patient with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Those negative really people. More grace. Uh, 
really be more patient. I'm, I'm very patient, but even more patient and really understanding and really giving grace to people out there. Um, I think that I'm continually working, um, continually working on that. Yeah. I love your honesty there too. It's hard to be patient. Waiting isn't easy, you know, whether it's a circumstance in our life or just with people. All right. And then last question is what is the biggest lesson you've learned during quarantine or, or the current riots we have going on as well? It's definitely a reminder. I, I've always believed this, but it just brings it to the forefront again. Um, that reminder that we are all one. Uh, yeah. We are all global. We are all human. And that we need to reach out with, with heart and love and caring. And, and I try to on a regular basis, but I think it's always good to, you know, sometimes you got to just get reminded again and again to, to do it even more. Yeah. And think about it even more, um, because we it's, it's really easy to, to get in your little bubble. Uh, yeah. Not intentionally. I don't think anybody intentionally tries to do that, you know. But yes, that we reminder that we are all one human, really. Yeah. We're all one person. We're all global. We're all in this together. Yeah. We all matter. Yeah. Every single yes. one of us matter. Yeah. And that's such a big lesson. And you had said, um, you had mentioned something earlier about whatever we're going through, whatever crisis, whether internal or external, it's something that we're learning from and it's, it's happening for us. So your answer to that question really connects to that and that we're all, we're all one. All right. So before we let you go, final question, I love asking all of our wellness experts here on the podcast is what does working from the inside out mean to you? It's healing. It's healing Mm. from then, um, starting within and taking control of me um, so that my life on the outside externally will be better. You have to start from within. You can't try to, you know, take a shortcut. You've got to empower yourself and heal from within to make the world a better place. Awesome. Perfectly put. All right, Patricia, this has been so wonderful. I love having conversations with you. Thank you so much for coming on. Where can we learn more about you? Absolutely. Pretty easy to find me. It's uh, patricialove.com. If you want to get in touch with me for a free um, consultation, you can just go to patricialove.com, get in touch. Um, I'm right there or follow me on Instagram with the, the rah, rah coach. I'm pretty okay. easy to find. Yes. The rah, rah coach. Well, thank you so much. We will put that in the show notes, both patricialove.com and the rah, rah coach on Instagram and you're on Facebook too. So we'll, yes. we'll hook those all up. And I am just, I've been so honored to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you. I really enjoyed it. You're awesome. there you have it, friends. I hope you resonated with all of the inside out bites that Patricia Love served up for us today. Now, if you want links to all of the resources discussed in today's episode, hop on over to wholehearty.com for the show notes. You can either tap podcast in the menu item, or you can just go to wholehearty.com slash 006 for the show notes for episode six. Now, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. Also, if you leave a rating and review, the podcast algorithm wizards will bump this puppy up so even more women just like you can step into becoming the proud, fulfilled, energized, strong, and confident women they already are and deserve to be. 
Until next time, friend, keep up the inner work on creating a healthier mind so you can design your healthiest self all from the inside out. See you in the next episode. Hey, if you're still hanging, listen to this. It's been said that the quality of your life is directly correlated to the quality of questions you ask yourself. Now, you might be thinking, uh, yeah, Katie, I ask myself questions all the time. Like, why do my kids not do what I say the first time I ask them? Or is it okay to have wine and chocolate and wear leggings or sweats every single day for the foreseeable future? Now, while these are very valid questions, the questions I'm referring to go a little deeper. If you want to see what I mean, I built you a totally free quarantine comeback starter kit over at wholehearty.com slash comeback. This free kit includes the first crucial questions you need to ask yourself in order to start creating a healthier mind so you can design your healthiest self. I'm telling you, it all starts with these questions. So tap the link in the podcast description, wholehearty.com slash comeback, and snag it while it's still there. Okay? Love you. Bye.